Welcome back to Freakier Things. Today we have a story that actually was sent in by one of the viewers of the channel. And I thought it fascinating and I reached out in a comment section and they actually did send me an email so I do appreciate it. I'm not going to say their names. Not everyone has the exact same near-death experience. A lot of the stories vary from person to person. So that's why I like to look at each one at a very individual basis. So this one is unique in its own right. Let's get into it. While I believe for some individuals, certain non-addictive drugs can help open the door to what might be considered spiritual experiences. This experience was not the result of using drugs. I actually had been anti-drug for my entire life to the point of refusing simple over-the-counter pain relievers. So rest assured, this wasn't induced by any kind of substance. The night before I had this experience, I was at a very low point in my life. The world just seemed so terribly unjust and cruel that I was just at a breaking point. When just getting home from work, from my car to the front door, I paused to look up at the star-filled sky and with tears rolling down my cheek, I quietly cried, why? Just, just why? I could not understand how complete innocence could be treated so terribly, how children could suffer so unjustly under the hands of another. I did not believe that God could exist because any such God which would allow these kind of things to happen, wasn't any kind of God to me. I couldn't pray to the concept of God, but the universe was real. The immense out there, the all that is something I could never pour my heart out to without needing a belief in God. That night, I gave the heavens my full heart, seeking an answer to that question, tearfully pleading for the answer. The next afternoon, I received an answer to that question. Since we are all part of one another, we do it to ourselves. Although the answer didn't completely make up for all the pain, much of the edge of the pain was taken off by being able to understand why such terrible things could happen to innocent children. Because we are really all one, we are in effect only hurting ourselves whenever we hurt another. Because of this, and this alone, we are allowed the freedom to do good or evil. If we weren't really one, I do not believe God would allow any of it to occur. In the end, we all pay the price for any wrongs as well as reap the rewards for any good. The following is how the answer came to me through a dream that was the most lucid moment in my life before or since. This is not an NDE, but perhaps the experience may have been triggered due to my severe sleep apnea I had been experiencing before the beginning the use of a CPAP. One warm afternoon in 1996, I took a short nap. I awoke within it to find myself standing in the presence of a huge sun or sphere of light, quickly understanding that this sun was pure consciousness and awareness. Although its surface was only swirling light and did not have a face, it seemed as if it was smiling at me and had nothing but love for me. I felt its thoughts as one with my own and felt it peering deeply into my own awareness, knowing everything about me all at once. Standing in its presence, I was overcome by a deep sense of awe, and at the same time, I was surprised to find myself so fully conscious in this empty but life-filled void. There was nothing in existence for me but myself and this bright bluish-white, a little bit more white than blue, sun, smiling its awareness at me. It was unlike any place on earth, and yet as real as waking reality. In fact, it was more real. It was super-conscious. Suddenly, I came to a profound awareness that this sun was God. 
I was so overwhelmed and surprised that God was real that I mentally gasped. And then I yelled out, you're, you're real. Because, you see, I, I've always had a deep mistrust of religion. Years before this experience, I had decided for many seemingly valid reasons that religion and God were only a product of the human mind. Yet there I was, standing in the presence of what I knew without a doubt was God. What I previously thought to be the truth about the universe was shattered, and I stood there stunned, having my whole world turned around so quickly. I was happy because I had always hoped that God was real and there was a future beyond the physical. As I stood in its presence, I perceived myself to be nothing but pure awareness without a body. This sun of awareness fully merged with me, seeing everything inside me. It was everything I'd ever done and failed to do, both good and bad. And yet I did not sense or feel this being was judging me or my past. There was no serial or motion-like review of my life, just a sudden and full knowing that all things I have ever done, thought, and experienced. Because the sun of awareness, or God, was peering so fully and deeply into me, I felt totally naked, more naked than if I were standing without clothes in front of a million people. This being seemed to be the consciousness of everyone I have ever known, plus that of millions of others. It seemed to be everyone. But incredible as it seems, most of it all seemed to be me. Even though I had no awareness of having a body, this feeling of nakedness was more than I could stand. Before I had time to think about what I was doing, I began moving away from this being as fast as I could. It wasn't that I was afraid, nor that I wanted to get away from this wonderful sun of light. It was more like an automatic response to feeling more naked than I thought naked could be. As I was traveling away from this being, I found myself bursting through some kind of barrier into a blackness that was filled with wonderful stars. As I continued moving forward, at a tremendous speed, mind you, through the star fields, I soon found myself slowing down, as if I was up against another barrier or like a membrane. It seemed to stretch slightly, and then I burst through it to another blackness of star-filled space. I continued to speed away faster and faster, but regardless of how much physical distance I traveled, I was never any further away from the sun or awareness at all. I quickly traveled through several star-filled spaces. I quickly traveled through several star-filled spaces, at least six of them beyond the great sphere of light, each separated from one another by barriers that I was easily penetrating. As I passed through each layer, my speed increased, but its consciousness was still with me. It was still deeply within my own consciousness. All of a sudden, I fell through the top of my bedroom ceiling, hit my body with a jolt, and immediately woke up. The jolt was so strong that my bed physically bounced as my body jerked awake in response to the sudden stop. I opened my eyes and immediately spoke in a low and powerful voice. I am that great I am. I said this almost involuntarily. The words just spilled out of my mouth without even thinking about what or why I was saying it. I also knew what this meant, that I was the very consciousness that I was trying to get away from. As much as I tried to get away from that sun of awareness, I could never get one fraction of an inch farther away from it, no matter how far or fast I traveled. Even after waking up, it was still with me. To this day, I still feel and know its presence. I believe that the sun, intelligence, or God wasn't a single being, but it was the center of all beings. That is me, you, and perhaps all consciousness. 
I believe that the sun, intelligence, or God wasn't a single being, but it's the center of all beings, that it is me, you, and perhaps all conscious beings. From this experience, I think that somewhere in the center of each of us is a spark of that same light. As I was flying away from this being, I had the impression that I was traveling through several layers within a sphere, but I was bursting through these layers like the layers of an onion, but between each layer was star-filled space. I can't really tell you if I was traveling from the inside or out or the outside in, but as I was traveling through them, I had an impression that the further I got from the sphere of light, the smaller I got and the more divided I became. As I was returning, I felt like I was not only traveling through spheres within spheres, but I also as if I was traveling from the top of a pyramid down, the peak of an all-seeing eye of the omnipresent consciousness, the blocks below all the individuals which makes the whole. While trying to move away, I could see and feel myself splitting into more and more diverse copies of myself, each branching off into many other branches of selves which could split into their own branches, dividing and dividing into ever larger numbers. Because of this experience, I have come to see everyone around me as myself. At the same time, I also see this equally true from everyone else's perspective that I am them too. They too can look around and only see other parts of themselves, other selves experiencing life from another point of view, separated by their physical bodies and world, by their individual minds and wills, but in reality, they are all one at their core. These feelings and thoughts were so strong within me that I had trouble referring to other people at work anything other than I. I actually had a tendency to think about others as just another part of myself. Just as I think about my hands being a part of me, I would sometimes refer to others as I instead of the name of the person. For example, instead of saying he had finished working on that project, it came out as I had finished working on that project. I had to relearn how to refer to others as separate from myself. After four years, I still think of others as myself, but now I can stop from verbalizing it. If I had the chance to do it all over again and stand in the presence of the sun intelligent God, I wouldn't run away from it, no matter how startling it is to see such a depth. I now hope that I would stand in its presence no matter how naked I felt. I don't believe that my motive for running was because I couldn't stand to face the light or that I was a bad person, but because I was so unaccustomed to being seen so fully, so suddenly, and so clearly at such a depth. Unfortunately, my flight away from it took place before I could think of what I was doing and why. I believe the words I spoke after the experience, I am that great I am, meant that although I am individual here, I am also part of every other consciousness at the great central point of consciousness, God. I am now secure in the knowledge of this presence of consciousness that has always been with me and that I have never been alone and never will be alone. I now know that this presence is closer to me than anything in the universe. I had been so accustomed to it that I didn't know it was there. Much like becoming used to the smell in a room. Once you are there long enough, it begins to fade into the background. Like silence, it is always there. Maybe in the background, behind and between the sounds, but always there. It's there, as strong as your own silent awareness forever smiling at you. I would like to thank the author to that story because it's very true. It, it rings a bell and it brings back kind of like an experience I had, which I'll actually talk about at a later time. 
And I want to know what you think about consciousness and the all-being of one. Is that what you believe too? Leave a comment below and let me know. I'd find it fascinating to find out what you think. Remember, live long, live strong.